Hey lads, and welcome back to the Flog Blog Podcast, talking all things self-development, health and fitness, shit talk, obviously, and how to deal with flogs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, how are we? Good. That's good. I'm good. Uh, Welcome back to my podcast. Uh, I hope you've all been great. Thank you for listening so far. Uh, As I said on my last one, I really want to try and keep these going consecutively and consistently now that I do have time again. Um, So thank you for your patience and and thank you for listening. Uh, As I continue doing these, I really just want to jump straight into the topics. I don't really feel a need to explain what's going on in my life. I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have if you are interested. However, I just I just want to just jump into the topics. I will explain why I speak about the topics that I do, but that's basically it. I just really want to jump into them and not waste anybody's time. Uh, so the topic today uh, is going to be about when people think the worst in you. And the reason I'm going to talk about this is not only because somebody actually did send it in. I asked on my Instagram hey, what should my next podcast be? And and this was something that somebody said and it just jumped out at me because uh, I obviously have been in the public eye quite a lot and I, I know a lot of people and Perth is very small and <laughs> I've had my fair share of uh, people thinking the worst of me, not only, you know, friends, past friends, obviously, <laughs> uh, but a lot of people obviously just judging me um, a lot of people judging my friends. I have a lot of friends that are also like very much in the spotlight, but it doesn't necessarily just mean this. It, it happens in all relationships. And I'm definitely someone that I know a lot of people come to, to talk about this stuff. So this is something that's very relevant. And I've, I've had a lot of experience dealing with, um, over the years, uh, just people completely thinking the worst in you. And it could be your family, it could be friends, or it could be complete strangers. Regardless, usually it stems from the same shit and it's always just a reflection of them. However, it could be a mountain of things, but I basically just want to talk about where it stems from and how to deal with it in the best way. And honestly, I'm again, I'm no psychologist, but I have dealt with this a lot. I constantly have criticism, but... I don't, as you know, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I post whatever I want. I do whatever I want. And it's taken a lot of time and, and effort getting to that point. Um, so I'm really, I'm just going to be talking on experience and how I personally deal with it and how I think you should personally deal with it. But honestly, take what I say as a grain of salt. If this just re- like relates to you, which I'm sure it will. I'm sure it definitely will. We all have someone that doesn't necessarily think the best in us. I mean, not everybody. I know a lot of people that are just walking angels. And if anybody just had anything nasty or negative to say about them, it'd be wild. But majority of the population would have a few people that just think the worst in them. And yeah, it sucks. So I really wanted to talk about it because for me personally, um, I, I love having such a, a strong friendship circle that, you know, supports me and gets me through this kind of stuff so I just really want to put this out there if you're feeling alone and you you think that you're you're alone and you just can't resonate with anybody and this is only happening to you because it's 
definitely not. It's something that happens quite a lot um, to me and a lot of the people around me as well. So basically, and this is my opinion on it uh, and my experience, and usually it stems from people that are just very catastrophic and they like catastrophizing, catastrophizing, I can't say it, but they're very catastrophic, catastrophic, Jesus, why do I choose the hardest words? Um, but yeah, so really, and I don't know if this is everybody, but for me personally, it's always someone that just like will jump to the conclusion at the worst conclusion and just is quite negative or always has, you know, objectives about things and, and just really is an open-minded or optimistic really about things. And usually it's the people that are kind of stuck. They're just very comfortable in their little box. And like, if you're doing something sort of outside of the box, then they feel like they can judge you. And especially for me personally, it's the ones that are like really close to you, which is the most upsetting. Uh, because as you grow, you like older, you grow as a person. And a lot of people like it, we all go at speeds. And unless you're at the same speed, sometimes your friendships just like you go in two different directions because one of you is speeding up and the other one's sort of lagging. And then eventually you just speed up to the point you're literally in another country. <laughs> like you've crossed a border and they're still, you know, stuck in fucking Margs and <laughs> love Margs, but like, and you're all the way up north. And then you lose them and it sucks. But a lot of the time you're trying to pull them up with you and they're, they're not. And then they see you and they just think the worst in you. They just think this selfish person or, you know, what a loser, what a tryhard, who do they think they are? Because they're not doing anything different. So they think you're, you've changed, but they think the worst of you. They don't think you've changed for the good. They think, oh, they think they're better than me and or they're too good for me now or and then they just think the absolute worst in you and they then think you think the worst in them as well. They're like, oh, they think, you know, and then it's just this big thing. This is just what I'm saying in regards to friends really and I know a lot of people have this with their families. I can't touch on that because I have an amazing family, but this if this resonates with family as well, I'm specifically going to talk about friends because I don't have any experience with families. Thank God, very, very lucky that I have a very supportful family, but I have had incredibly unsupportful friends, like fucked up. And like obviously a lot of strangers and stuff like that will obviously think the worst of me. A lot of acquaintances as well. And Perth is a small place, so it does come back around and you end up hearing all this shit that you didn't even know about yourself. And again, it's just assumptions. And it does take a bit of time to obviously not care what people think, um, which does come from, you know, working on yourself. However, yeah, you just really can't care but mainly, and, and this is for strangers, like strangers are always going to think something of you and everyone's always going to criticize what you do. So you fucking may as well do whatever you want to do. Like, honestly, and this, the reason why I also wanted to talk about it and why it's so important is because keeping these people around you, like strangers and stuff like that, no bother, like let them think whatever they want. But 
you need to understand. Sorry, I had to pause that. Um, always getting interrupted. <laughs> I don't have my own personal space at the moment. So I'm trying to do these podcasts, but every single time I do without fail, I get interrupted, but it's okay. Sorry, where was I? So what you need to understand is that it's actually going to stop you from growing because you are constantly going to feel judged, unsupported, and making any kind of like risky decisions, you're just going to feel like you can't, you're going to feel just like these people or this particular person is going to literally make fun of you or it's going to make them feel a certain way or, and and a lot of people will also not do things because of strangers and what they think as well. But if there's someone in your circle specifically that is doing this or multiple people, then it will hold you back so much. They are going to hold you back. And I stayed friends with someone for like years and a lot of people were like, how are you friends? They are the opposite of you. They are negative. You are positive and they are, you are who you hang out with. And even though you're not like that, it is a reflection of you. And that's not what I'm talking about. But I didn't realize for so long how held back I actually was. And until I actually cut that person off, then I, as upsetting and uncomfortable as it was, I'm talking a very fucking long friendship, right? And it still makes me sad to this day. It does. But... Until I actually cut it off, I was not making nearly as much growth as I did once I cut it off. And it was almost like a weight lifted off your shoulders. And I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because it's not. And in the beginning, it's going to like, hopefully you can do it in a way. And they say, you've been thinking about this for a while. I'm not saying you always need to just cut them out. I'm going to go to that in a a bit as to potential things that you can do and things that I have done that have worked. This one ended pretty badly because it was such a close, like dependent, they were very dependent on me relationship, which is also a big no-no. I know me specifically and a lot of my friends when we're, you know, in our early 20s, um, late teens, uh, you really do depend on your friends and like one or two friends in particular where they're just your ride or die and you do absolutely fucking everything together and you spend way too much time together. If that's you, I highly recommend, unless it is like very, very, very stable, healthy relationship, like I'm not talking about people in their late 20s. I'm talking like early on. Like when you get to your late 20s, you don't have those kind of friendships anymore. Like to spend that much time with one one person, it is fucking toxic. <laughs> and most of the time you will end up resenting each other. And And a lot of the thinking the worst in each other is resenting each other because you spend too much time with each other, nitpicking on absolutely everything that you do. You see the good, you see the bad, you see absolutely everything. And this is why so many people in relationships don't work out because they're codependent and they literally depend on each other for happiness. And literally if one of them goes and does something else with somebody else, it's just like such a no-no. 
Whereas like keeping your freedom and keeping like a non-dependent relationship, I don't think any codependent relationship is healthy. Like at all. I do not depend on fucking anybody. Like, and if someone wants to depend on me, like I've, I've gone through it and it never works out or we end up having a falling out. I've, I come back to them with a completely different relationship because then I'm like, no, absolutely not. We are not going to be depending on each other. And I'm not saying that I haven't done it as well. I have when I was, you know, in my early twenties, depending on each other, but I'm specifically speaking to people that are like, and young girls that depend on their friends and you start to take things very, very personally and start to get jealous of each other and it ju- it just gets nasty. So do not be codependent on each other because this will result in ultimately thinking the worst in each other and building up resentment and not always, but most of the time in my experience, just being so in each other's pockets in any type of relationship is a fucking big no from me. Uh, and, and a big killer of, of friendships. And that's why I think I need to touch on this and try to give some advice. And a lot of people will be listening to this being like, yeah, I do have a relationship. That's probably pretty. And I'm starting to feel like hate towards literally my best friend. And I don't know, like if I can fix this and the answer is yeah, just to like slowly back away from this codependency and realize like you are actually holding yourself back to putting too much energy into another person and it, and it does fall out. But yes, the, the other thing is as well with people thinking the worst of you is they usually will hold on to like your past. And this is what I was saying before in regards to you growing and them sort of just at a standpoint if you choose to start choosing yourself like that's when it starts to get messy but if you both choose to choose yourself and are both absolutely thriving the chances are you're not going to think the worst in each other you're just going to bring each other up support each other and and mainly the person that is thriving and if the other person's sort of just like at a standpoint, stuck in their little box, like too afraid to make any kind of life decisions that are going to actually improve them. And we all know that taking risks is the only way to, you know, getting far in life and succeeding. Really, in my opinion, like taking bold moves and, and making bold decisions and having the balls <laughs> to take those risks Um is is the only way to really like get far in life uh to make yourself uncomfortable and a lot of people don't want to do that and so if you're not on the same page it, you're just going to get on two totally different waves you may have started on the same wave but then you get into two different waves so consistently bringing up each other as well is a big thing but again if people aren't on your wave it's going to be very hard to communicate it's going to be very hard to comp comprehend each other's perspectives and that's when people start to think the worst in each other and and usually it will stem from their own you know anxiety and from their own doubts about themselves and then the snide comments will come out and and the taking the piss and you know, just jumping to the worst conclusions about you and it really does take a toll 
or on you. It drains your energy and you may not even know it. You may just be like, oh yeah, whatever. Like this is just how friendships are. But once you get to my age, you realize, no. And I, it is a part of just growing up. Like you, you realize, okay, yeah, shit. Like this is just how friendships are. You know, you're, we're on top of each other. So like, that's why we, you know, sometimes we'll have fights and all this kind of stuff. But no, like at the end of the day, it's, that's toxic. It's the same as relationships, depending on each other. It's fucking toxic. You need to have things that you love and and are going to fulfill you in other ways besides these relationships. And if you're someone that is understanding that and realizing you really want to grow and you really want to do something with your life, these people are just going to hold you back. And literally, it just makes them feel better about themselves. Is bringing you down, basically. It will just make them feel, that's why they do it. It literally, and it's sickening because I'm like, how does that make you feel better? I, I, I do, my job is to G people up. So I can't understand it. I'm not going to say I haven't done it like in my past, but not since I was in my young 20s. I'm 29 now. So I'm just trying to give some advice to some, to young girls or anyone my age that are still dealing with people. And I, I still deal with people, but they're not my friends. I cut them off because I know how draining they are of my energy and I know how little I grow keeping them around. If they're not on the same wave as me, don't need to be a cunt to them, but catch her, I'll slowly walk away or I will end the friendship. But if they are worth it to you, right, there are two solutions. The one, number one is walking away and realizing, okay, this is actually going to stunt me. Yes, Breaking this friendship up is going to hurt, but it's actually going to hurt my future way more. So what do I want to choose? The uncomfortableness for like maybe a year to like a, like a six months to a year, depending on how long the friendship has been. But my, my friendship was 12 years. So it was uncomfortable for like 18 months and it was very toxic for at least six months. Um, and it sucks and it's, it does take a lot of your energy. I won't lie. Like ending friendship will take a lot of your energy, but once that you kind of get over that, it's so worth it. And you just realize you won't have any resentment to that person anymore. Hopefully they won't to you, but they probably will. (laughs) But Sorry, again, got interrupted. Love that for me. My family just just love interrupting me when I need one second alone I just cannot but it's okay um so yes basically it will be very uncomfortable and like anything it will always be uncomfortable in the beginning but you'd rather go through that to rig the benefits at the end if someone is genuinely just continuously thinking the worst of you you need to cut it off but if there's someone that does sometimes support you and you you don't have any kind of like resentment, it's not uncomfortable, like you're not fighting every two seconds and then making up fighting, you know what I mean? It's just sort of there, sort of like lingers a little bit and it can be uncomfortable on occasion, but, you know, they are really supportive, but they just have do have their doubts and they – then it's definitely worth that also uncomfortable conversation. 
And a lot of people avoid the conversation and would rather just have that awkwardness and anxiety, whereas I I can't deal with that. Like even if I know what I'm going to say is going to be so uncomfortable, usually these people that I'm talking about can handle it and are approachable um, and that you, you will be able to have a conversation with them. And if it's worth savoring the friendship, and trying to understand each other's perspectives, if it's not past the point of, okay, this person literally borderline fucking hates me. Like, and I've been there, like where you're just like, why are you friends with me if you hate me so much? And it's so immature. And I don't have any friendships like that anymore. All of my friends are fucking amazing. I'm talking about like when I was younger, you know, like from 21 to oh, probably in high school, Till maybe the age of 27, but from 27 till now, I, I, I honestly will not even tolerate a single fucking person that I feel like does not like me for me and isn't genuinely supportive of all of these decisions that I make. And I make a lot of pretty bold out there decisions. And that's why I can touch on this subject because I wouldn't be able to really do that if I didn't have people that genuinely and authentically loved me for who I was, like wholeheartedly just supported me and would back me if things were to go wrong. So even if you have one person that doubts you, you're going to doubt yourself. And if that person just, it's beyond measure, there is no other option but to literally walk away from the friendship. Or don't be as close to that person where they know everything about you and they can hold things against you. That's the other thing. They'll hold things against you. Like you bring something up about something and then literally you have an argument and they'll bring it up. Oh, my fucking God. If they do that, that is literally psychotic evil and you need to cut that off. Uh, But, yeah, really this podcast is just – to bring this to light, to make people, especially young girls, understand that you will make new friends, even if you've been friends with someone for 12 years like I was, it it doesn't matter. Like you will realise in the end like friends come and go and as much as it sucks and as much as you, you hope that it, it isn't that way, sometimes you do outgrow each other and you're just not the same people. And it, that really hurts and I, I, it's happened to me too. But I'm telling you right now, it is the only answer. And hopefully this is just like a sign for you if you've been thinking because I know it took me a while to get out of a couple of toxic friendships and I've had a, a lot. I've had my fair share and I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, and I'm not saying that I definitely didn't play a part in, in those. I definitely did. And especially now after looking back and you give time and you heal and stuff like that, you realize what you could have done as well. Um, better communication and all that kind of stuff and, and understanding that everybody has flaws and just realizing that it's actually maybe not just them. It's also you, but you're just not meant to be friends. You're two different people. You communicate different, you're on different paths, you grow out of each other and it's time to cut the cord or if you you know they're a good person and you know that you're, you're supposed to be friends and you really care about this person, then you have to have that uncomfortable conversation and fix it 
Uh, but yeah, that's literally all I wanted to say. I know I was a bit all over the shop just then, but I try to keep these as raw as real, like as if I'm having like a conversation and I'm just sort of giving you my advice. I don't try and like fabricate it or try and make it like into this like perfect podcast because that's just not what I'm about. I just want it to be completely transparent. Uh, but yeah, I just want this to be a sign for anyone that has been thinking, fuck, I just can't deal with this motherfucking bitch anymore <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's all I've got for you guys today. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, let me know. Otherwise, if you didn't, no bother. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys.